How about those Ravens, baby? Let's go. What a win. What a win. Now, I will go in full, in-depth. I'll take a significant portion out of the preview show coming up on Thursday to talk about it. But we have the midseason awards to get to. But shout-out to the Ravens flock for showing up, being so loud, and really, really showing New England what Baltimore is all about. Let's go. And also, that is that game is also why my voice is like this. I was there. And if you guys listen to my show, you guys know I like to yell. And, well, I like to yell at Ravens games, too. So, sorry for my voice sounding like this. It's just, well, it's part of being a fan. All right, now, let's give out some awards. Coming to you live from my basement, it's the Other Berman Show Mid-Season Award. Voted on by you, the fans, and, well, me. Now, here is your host of the Mid-Season Awards, Josh Herman. Let's go. Welcome to the Other Berman Show Mid-Season Awards. Let's get things started because we got a ton of awards to get to, 17 of them to be exact. Now to explain how this voting worked, I gave out four nominees for all these awards. You guys voted on Instagram, one through um, is voted on Instagram for your winner. I ranked them in terms of how many votes everyone got from first to fourth. And from you got first place, you got four points, three, two, one. And then I did the same as well. I combined the points. That's how you get your winner. In the event that the awards ended with someone getting the same amount of points as another person or team or whatever, then it then I broke the tie. And I had to do that for about a third of the awards, probably. Alright, anyway. Let's get things going with our first award, the most disappointing team. And the nominees are the Cleveland Browns, the Chicago Bears, the L.A. Chargers, and the Atlanta Falcons. And the winner is the Cleveland Browns. How about those Browns, baby? Two and six. How about that Super Bowl hype? How about the playoff hype, honestly, though? And I am guilty of it as well. I hyped them. I said that'd be a playoff team. But my God, this has been terrible. This has been awful. And Cleveland is not done taking home awards or at least being nominated. I don't know if they won anymore. Well, you'll find out um, coming up. But they're, they're nominated for two other um, awards for being, well, bad, so... Well, two members of the team are. Three, actually. Three are. Or two awards. All right. So, congratulations to Cleveland. Stay tuned. They figure if they get any more hardware. Um, by the way, Chicago and Cleveland actually did finish tied in this award. But, I mean, I have the tiebreaker, and I did give it to the Browns. Man, they've been bad this year. All right. Now, from the bad, well, to the good. The most improved team in the NFL this season. And the nominees are... The Buffalo Bills, the Minnesota Vikings, the Green Bay Packers, and the San Francisco 49ers. And the winner is the San Francisco 49ers. I mean, there's no debate in this one. The final undefeated team in the NFL this year, after going 3-13 and and sharing the worst record in the NFL with the Arizona Cardinals last year, um... Cardinals have been improved, but man, the Niners. Woo! 
nine and eight no eight no sorry eight no um after being zero and eight two short years ago they traded Jimmy they traded a second round pick to the forty nine to the Patriots for a back quarterback named Jimmy Garoppolo and well it's safe to say that has turned out pretty well for the 49ers and company now well they sustain it during the playoffs. I've had my doubts, but man, if they keep playing like this, absolutely they will. Wow, this is a good team over there. Um, also, shout out to them. They have, they have the overall biggest riser this year. They have rose up 17 spots in the power rankings since our season preview about four months ago. I had the 49ers as number 19. They're now number two on this week's power rankings, so that is pretty, pretty impressive for those Niners. Now, Time for the most up-and-down team, most inconsistent team, toughest to predict, however you want to call it. Now, the nominees are the Tennessee Titans, the Detroit Lions, the Jacksonville Jaguars, and the Philadelphia Eagles. Also, shout-out to the Raiders. I was thinking about putting them in there, uh, but I eventually judged them, the Jacksonville Jaguars. And the winner is the Detroit Lions. This team has been very up and down. They've looked great. They've looked bad. But one part of their team has been very good this year, and I would like to give a special shout-out to him, Matthew Stafford. He has been incredible this year. And I'm definitely taking note of him. He's, he's looked very, very good. And the Lions have had some great games. They've had some terrible games. They've had some mad games that some guys have win, some guys have lost. They're currently sitting at 3-4-1, um, and one, I believe. And, hey, they finish their season strong. They can be in the playoffs. They finish their season bad. They'll be out. They've been very up and down. But they got to be pretty, pretty good to finish the season in the playoffs, especially in the NFC this stacked. All right, next up, the most delusional team. A team, this is a special award that goes to a team that, well, they don't realize that they're in such a, as big of a problem as they really are. So this is not necessarily for the worst team in the league. Shout out to the Dolphins, Bengals, Jets, and Redskins for that. Wait. Dolphins, Bengals, and Redskins for that because the Jets are one of these nominees. And the nominees are the New York Jets, the New York Giants, shout out to New York, the Chicago Bears, and the Atlanta Falcons. And the winner is the New York Jets. J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Yeah, they're pretty delusional. They don't know it. They have no idea what's going on right now. I mean, they're quarterback seeing goats. They just lost to one of the worst teams I've ever seen, and they lost to them in terms of the Miami Dolphins. Shout out to the Dolphins and Brian Flores, though, for getting that win. Um, and, well, Sam Darnold's, instead of seeing touchdowns, well, he's seeing goats. So, and it's November 5th, so Halloween's past. He's not in the spirit of anything. It's just he's seeing ghosts out there. It's pretty bad. Almost as bad as that joke was. All right. But these Jets have no idea what they're doing. Adam Gase is being just as bad of a head coach as I expect they're going to be this year over there in the Jets uh, for the Jets. And oh, just good luck to Jets fans everywhere. All right. Next award is the hottest seat for the coach that is, well, probably the next head coach to get fired. Just. Very hot seat for coaches, and the nominees are Dan Quinn, Falcons head coach. Jason Garrett, Cowboys head coach. Freddie Kitchens, Browns head coach. And Pat Shermer, Giants head coach. And the winner is... Come on. 
Stan Quinn. Come on, though. Like, I don't know how this guy has been fired already. I don't know how he made it to midseason. And speaking of not making the midseason, a special shout-out to Jay Gruden. Fired after only five weeks, which is not a record, but it's probably pretty close. I believe there was somebody who was fired in week three of a season in the long, a long, long time ago. Um, but other than that, I, this is just, oh, I mean, shout-out to Gruden. But... We were not focused on him because this only goes to coaches who are able to make it to midseason. And Dan Quinn barely did. But since he did, he was able to take on this award. The only piece of hardware he'll be getting as a head coach. He, he gets the first half of a Lombardi trophy. How about that? The first half of one. But he, uh, unfortunately, he choked away the second half of one. Um, all right. Now it's time for the Head Coach of the Future Award. This goes to the assistant coach or non-NFL head coach in terms of one of the nominees um, who is going to be a head coach next year. He'll be hired pretty quickly, in my opinion, all four of these guys. Um, or at least we'll get interviews. Definitely we'll get tons of interviews um, for this one. And the nominees are Greg Roman, Ravens offensive coordinator, Lincoln Riley, Oklahoma head coach, and the final two, the two guys who I can tell you will be hired as soon as their season ends. Robert Sala, defensive coordinator from the San Francisco 49ers. And Eric Bieniemy, Chiefs offensive coordinator. They both finished with six votes. I had to pick one. It was pretty tough. But I had to go with Robert Sala, defensive coordinator from the San Francisco 49ers. Um, 49ers defense has been very, very good this year. He is so fun to watch on the sideline, by the way. If you haven't got a chance to watch him on the sideline, it is very, very fun to see. Um, going nuts. Um, he's jacked, too. It's pretty funny to see he's this jacked guy just yelling. It's hilarious, his defense. And <laughs> he's going to be head coach next year for sure. And that would be pretty fun to hear him mic'd up because you can just hear him yelling. I want to hear what he's actually saying. That's pretty fun. That's gonna be pretty funny too. And not to mention he's a, he's a great, great coach. Really turn around this defense. And shout out to Robert Sala, very young guy too. Um, the enemy also got hired very, very quickly. But Robert Sala is my personal pick and one of my favorite coaches to watch for sure. He's so funny. Um, now we're gonna take a page out of the NBA's book, and it's time for the Most Improved Player Award. And the nominees are. Lamar Jackson, quarterback from your Baltimore Ravens. Cortland Sutton, wide receiver from the Denver Broncos. Darren Waller, tight end from the Oakland Raiders. And Chris Godwin from the Tampa Buccaneers. And the winner is a player who I bet if you asked around and said, is he a rookie? I bet over half of them would say yes, but well, it's not true. He's been in the league for about four or five years with the Baltimore Ravens. And now he's an Oakland Raider and he is taking the NFL by storm, and the winner is Darren Waller of the Oakland Raiders. And, I mean, come on. I mean, Lamar has been great to watch. He's been so improved, and he's been very fun and all, but, I mean, he was still known last year. He was still a guy that everyone watched, and he played decent last year. I mean, obviously, he's very much improved, but Darren Waller was a guy who not only was not on the field in terms of his playing ability, he was on the field because of drugs and serious, serious mental health issues. And after many, many suspensions um, from the NFL, from the Ravens, the Ravens eventually cut him in the offseason. 
two years ago, took all of last year off just to get his life back on track, and the Oakland Raiders signed him over this past offseason, and man, he has been unbelievably good over there in Oakland. Like, wow. He has killed it over there. Um, and as a Ravens fan, I couldn't be happier for him. I mean, as a human being, I couldn't be happier for him. This guy has turned not only his playing career, he's turned his life around. He's been just amazing. And I hope we're talking about Josh Gordon in the same sense in the next couple of years, um, for sure. Because, I mean, we think Darren Waller is down. We all know how much talent Gordon has. And hopefully we can get his life back together. Um, and stay healthy because he seems to have done the first part of getting his life back together, but now he can't stay healthy with um, the Seattle Seahawks. I mean, the Patriots cutting him. Now he's on the Seahawks, so mm. there you go. All right, next up, we have the most disappointing player in the NFL this year, and the nominees are Baker Mayfield, quarterback from the Cleveland Browns. Uh, Adam Vinatieri, kicker from the Indianapolis Colts. Antonio Brown, free agent wide receiver. (laughs) And Odell Beckham Jr., wide receiver from the Cleveland Browns. And the winner is... Antonio Brown, free agent wide receiver. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, I'll be honest, I thought it was done with the A-B trolling for now. But it's the midseason awards. I figured I'd bring him back out one more time. And well, he won. A-B is your most disappointing player in the NFL this year. And it's pretty well deserved. I mean, this guy was a top five receiver in the NFL. You can, some may argue the best receiver in the NFL coming into this year. And now, four weeks into the season, he's not even on a team. Thanks to his own actions of being, well, an idiot. And, well, a clown. So Antonio Clown is your winner for most disappointing player. And in my time as an NFL fan, easily the most disappointing player in the play. That is for sure. So congratulations to AB. Now on to the next award. The Defensive Rookie of the Year. We're now getting into the actual NFL awards. The actual awards the NFL does give out to players. And the nominees for Defensive Rookie of the Year are Nick Bosa, edge rusher from the San Francisco 49ers. Quinnen Williams, interior defensive lineman from the New York Jets. Josh Allen, edge rusher from the Jacksonville Jaguars. And Devin Bush, inside linebacker from the Steelers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, the winner is... Nick Bosa from the San Francisco 49ers. Um, I mean, he has been incredible. I, there, there's not really much to say about Bosa. He has been phenomenal this year. He has been just great for this 49ers team this season. So, I mean, come on. Nick Bosa, easily your winner for Defensive Rookie of the Year. He's going to run away with this one. Probably your easiest award to predict, in my opinion. All right, now next up for the Offensive Rookie of the Year Award. The nominees are Kyler Murray, quarterback from the Arizona Cardinals. Terry McLaurin, wide receiver from the Washington Redskins. 
Josh Jacobs, running back from the Oakland Raiders. And the now benched, unfortunately. I guess I was wrong. Again, we'll go more in detail with that on Thursday's show. But I was wrong about it. But, hey, he's still a nominee. Gardner Minshew from the Jacksonville Jaguars. The mustache legend himself. Believe in the Minshew mania. Yes, it's done for now, but it will be back. It will be back, hopefully. I mean, he's a, he's a mustache and all. He's a pretty good quarterback, so... Come on. He, I, he'll get another job at some point, and we will have some more Minshew Mania for sure. All right. <laughs> what was that voice? <laughs> and, the, and the winner is, sorry, jo- Josh Jacobs from the Oakland Raiders. Another easy one. I mean, come on. Like, but come on. Jacobs is going to run away with it. I mean, he's, he's your clear winner. Um, I've run away with it, no pun intended, but, uh, God, um, yeah, he's your winner. Josh Jacobs, having a great year over there in Oakland, he is your offensive rookie there. Now for probably, what the, oh, now for probably the toughest award to predict, the comeback player of the year. This is tough. This was also really tough to come up with only four nominees. This is close. But these are the four I came up with. Earl Thomas, safety from the Ravens. Teddy Two Gloves, Teddy Bridgewater, quarterback from the Saints. Jimmy G, Jimmy Garoppolo, quarterback from the 49ers. And Cooper Cup, wide receiver from the Los Angeles Rams. And the winner is... Teddy Bridgewater from the New Orleans Saints. Um, Teddy Two Gloves um, did win it, but man, this is a tough call. Um... Garoppolo has a chance at it. Um, Cooper Cup has a chance at it as well. Earl Thomas is definitely in the mix for it um, as well. And there's some other guys, but I think these are your top four for me. Um, I mean, just – but Teddy is – Teddy's a guy who not only came back from just – needing to come back from any old injury, like a torn ACL like Cooper Cup did, or a torn Achilles like um, – no, wait, Jimmy G also tore his ACL. Was torn Achilles like Earl Thomas did. No, Earl Thomas broke his leg. No, Teddy Bridgewater pretty much destroyed his knee completely. He tore his ACL, MCL, meniscus, PCL, and dislocated his kneecap. He did all of that on a non-contact injury. In practice, about a week before season started, he did all of that just by cutting the wrong way. Doctors thought he would never walk again. For a split, for for a moment in time, they were worried about his life. His playing career was almost certainly over, and now here he is. Just four, yeah, four straight years late, four short years later, and he takes the New Orleans Saints five and zero after um, takes over for Drew Brees, puts him go five and zero, and he is gonna get. His award won't be official until he gets that thirty to forty million dollar contract in the offseason that he certainly will get. Teddy Bridgewater, your comeback player of the year. Man, just Teddy has been incredible to watch. Um, couldn't happen happen to a better guy. He's just an amazing person. You can't help but root for him. And my personal winner for comeback player of the year. You guys had him for third. I have him as my personal winner. I'm not telling you guys who I voted for all in all these, but I definitely voted for Teddy on this one. I don't, I don't know how you guys didn't. You guys actually voted for uh, Garoppolo. Um, but, no, I, I had to give it to Teddy. All right. Now, for Offensive Player of the Year, 
Your nominees are Michael Thomas, wide receiver from the New Orleans Saints. Christian McCaffrey, running back from the Carolina Panthers. Or should I say, the offense of the Carolina Panthers. Russell Wilson, quarterback from the Seattle Seahawks. And Dalvin Cook, running back from the Minnesota Vikings. And the winner is... Christian McCaffrey, the Carolina Panthers offense. I mean, come on. This guy is probably around half of the Carolina Panthers' total offense this year has been by Christian McCaffrey, maybe even more. Um, I mean, come on. Like, this is a pretty easy one. You guys completely destroyed McCaffrey in this voting here. Um, I mean, I agree as my winner. He was, this is one of the... Um, Four or five where we um, both of us agreed on the winner of the award. Um, But you guys really agreed with me here. You guys, we had, I counted up. No, I didn't count. Instagram counted for me. Um, But we had 78 votes for Offensive Player of the Year. And 51 of them said Christian McCaffrey. Um, By far the most amount, by far the biggest um, vote difference for any award. And now we go to the award that had the least amount of point difference, separating the top two by only one point. Defensive player of the year, not one point, one vote. And the nominees are Miles Garrett, edge rusher from the Cleveland Browns. Shaq Barrett, uh, edge rusher from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Devin McCourty, safety from the New England Patriots. And Marlon Humphrey. Corner from the Baltimore Ravens. And the winner is Shaq Barrett, edge rusher from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And he took it because he beat out Marlon Humphrey by one single vote. They wound up um <laughs> they wound up um tied in total in terms of like votes when you combine my me and the fans, but um and I went with Shaq Barrett, but Marlon Humphrey very nearly took it. Uh, in terms of fans, and he would have just flat out won in terms just because how the point total would have worked. But Barrett, um, is my opinion more deserving. He is my per- um, he was not my personal actually, but um, he was absolutely just someone who he he's been amazing. And looking back on, it, I don't know how, why I didn't put him up for most improved player. Um, probably sw- would have switched him out with Chris Godwin. I mean, Shaq Barrett's been incredible. Um, when the Bucks signed him, I mean, most of the NFL's reaction to mine in particular was, eh, nice signing. It's a decent move. Um, he'll play decent there. No, no, he has been more than decent. He is leading the league in sacks. I, I think that's a little bit more than decent. I mean, come on, like, Shaq Barrett is one hell of a football player. And he got out of the hell of Denver and... He's getting things done. He's leading the league in sacks, and right now he's on pace for 21. That's only a second half away from the NFL record. Obviously, he's not going to finish with 21. At least I don't think he will, but, I mean, you never know. Never, ever know. Yeah. Okay. Next up. <coughs> Sorry. Is another pretty tough award to pick, and that is the Coach of the Year Award. Not as tough, but still pretty tough. The nominees are... Kyle Shanahan, head coach of the 49ers. Sean McDermott, head coach of the Bills. Matt LeFleur, head coach of the Packers. And John Harbaugh, coach of the Ravens. And the winner is... Thank the fans. Thank the fans. John Harbaugh from the Baltimore Ravens. Don't ask me how this happened. 
Um, I gave Kyle Shanahan my first place vote. Easy. Um, in fact, this was a pretty easy one for me to call, in my opinion. I thought that um, it was an easy, easy call. I had Harbaugh as my third place guy. I didn't think he deserved it at all, but man, you guys disagree. That is for sure. That is for sure. Um, you guys really like John Harbaugh. And you guys gave him the Coach of the Year award. I don't know how, but hey. Harbaugh is the Coach of the Year, apparently. All right. God. And now for the final award, and this is going to be controversial, that is for sure, at least with uh, certain fans. Certain fans are going to be pretty mad at this one, but it's time for the MVP. The nominees are Christian McCaffrey, the Carolina Panthers offense. Russell Wilson, quarterback from the Seattle Seahawks. Lamar Jackson from the Baltimore Ravens, and because I had to have a fourth guy in there, I just went with Deshaun Watson, quarterback from the Texans. Probably your fourth guy, but I mean, come on. It's a three-man race. And the winner is, sorry, Ravens fans, Russell Wilson. Quarterback from the Seahawks. Um, Ravens fans, I know you guys are going to be mad at me. And, I mean, it's tough, but you got to look at what Russell's done this year. you got to look at what McCaffrey's done this year. In fact, I think Lamar's third on this voting. I don't know um, how he won the fan vote by so much, but he did. I mean, he, he ran away with it. Um, you guys really like Lamar, and I don't blame you. I love him too, but come on. Your MVP is Russell Wilson. And you guys did give him second place. I gave him first, which is why he won. But, man, if this was just a fan vote, easy pick for Lamar Jackson because you guys really, really showed him love. And I love that you guys are loving him, love him up because, well, he's a pretty good player and he's going to be here for a while. So get in that habit because he's pretty pretty fun to watch. All right, that'll do it for all these awards. Um, all of these awards will come back at the end of the season with a bunch more awards. It'll be a, a super-sized episode. This one's pretty quick, but the next one's going to be... Not the next one. At the end of the season, coming on Pro Bowl week will be a very long episode. Trust me on that one. Very long. There's going to have about 40 awards. So, keep that one in mind. All right, that'll do it for episode 34 of The Other Berman Show. If you want to talk to me on Instagram, you can follow me on Instagram at The Other Berman Show. On Instagram, at the Berman Show. Keep my DMs open. Love talking to you guys. Keep doing it. Keep showing me some support. Also, I have an email now. If you want to email me about sponsorship opportunities and other business en- endeavors, I guess, um, you can email me at um, theotherbermanshow at gmail.com. Theotherbermanshow at gmail.com. I ask my friends, please don't email me on that. I'm not going to respond on that. You have my number. Don't email me. Don't spam that email. And if you really want to email me, just email my regular email, okay? Come on. <laughs> um, all right, but thank you for listening to episode 34 of the show. And I will see you on Thursday for episode 35, these um, week 10. How is it week 10 already? My God. All right, we'll see you next time. Goodbye and go Ravens.